Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Presented by Kaleida Health. All right, here we are. Hour number two. Chris Brown, Steve Tasker with you. And coming in for his weekly visit after Bill's games, resident member of Bill's Mafia, NFL Network analyst, Michael Robinson, joining us on the show. Mike, how we doing? What'd you think of that one? Wow. I'm pumped up. Um, I have a, re- a renewed sense of um, you know, uh, positive energy and humanity. I mean, like <laughs> I couldn't, have, I can't put the words around it, guys. I didn't expect the opening kickoff to go for a touchdown. I did expect some excitement. I did expect some energy, you know what I mean? But the opening kickoff and it wasn't like it was anything super special. It was just a middle return, right? One cut. And then he sped down the sideline. Um, I mean, I, <laughs> When I saw the New England Patriots players, you know, chasing after Naheem, you, I don't know. It just seemed like he got a boost of energy. It seemed like he got faster and they got slower. I mean, it was just, it was, it was divine intervention. It was, it, it was a great thing to see. Glad that our Bills came away with the win and they played with a lot of energy. New England Patriots, they're a tough team to match up against. And they, they you know, they gave our Bills all they wanted. But at the end of the day, we came away with the win, getting ready for the playoffs. You know, I was, we were saying that earlier. I was kind of, Tipping my hat to the Patriots, they walked into a buzzsaw. The emotion of that day, the whole league is, is uh, you know, acknowledging Demar all the way across the league. They got to walk into his home crowd there in Buffalo with the stadium in the shape that it was in, and then give up that kickoff. They actually came back, got up seventeen three early in the third quarter. The Patriots really did put forth an effort, like they they knew it, you knew, it, and they were trying to get into the playoffs, and they almost did it. 
Yeah, they sure did. And at the end of the day, I think I tweeted something a little bit uh, within the game. I'm so happy a defensive coordinator is calling plays for the New England Patriots because I don't know if they had a real capable offensive coordinator. We might have been in trouble. But at the end of the day, we won the game. The Bills Mafia came up. We showed up and showed out. And DeMar Hamlin watched the game as well. I was following his tweets all throughout the game, man. Big time happy moment for all involved. So let's talk about the defense a little bit here, Mike. I was really impressed with the effort, you know, at the line of scrimmage in the run front. Damian Harris has been a Bills killer in his career. He's only played three games against the Bills. but He's got over 340 yards rushing in those three games. He's, he brings juice to that offense. And I thought they did an excellent job of keeping him hemmed in between the tackles, never let him get out and get loose. Taron Johnson at the line of scrimmage, Tremaine Edmonds at the line of scrimmage, and Greg Rousseau at the line of scrimmage. Those are my three run defense MVPs. I mean, I couldn't agree with you more. I would throw um, Settle in there and Ed Oliver as well in spots during that game. When you control the line of scrimmage, like our Bills did um, this past weekend, it's, they're a very tough team to beat, right? And I, I swear, Gregory Rousseau, did he make the first three plays of the game? I mean, did they even block him the first three <laughs> plays? I mean, the guy was all over the place. And honestly, I could see the Von Miller influence on his game, using his body, being wiry, and being able to get uh, to the ball carry and get to the quarterback. But absolutely, the rush defense has to show up, especially this week against the Miami Dolphins. Who knows if Tua is going to play? Who knows what's going to happen at the quarterback position? So the Miami Dolphins are going to have to run the football, and our Bills gave up 188 rushing yards in that Week 15 matchup. So I expect um, our run defense to show up and show out. Yeah, as you start thinking about this matchup, third time, in the season, um, I kind of think now you look back on it, it's a good thing they didn't beat them twice in a row. It's hard to beat a team three times yeah. in a row. Uh, and that both games were close, very close. So I think this coming into this game, is it, you think it's going to look more like week 15 or week three? You know? It depends. See, uh, there's, a, there's a factor that there's an unknown here. It's the quarterback. It's Tua Tungavaloa. Right. When he is playing, this offense is at a whole nother level. And I'm not saying it's because of how what our guy does and Josh Allen because of the big, strong arm and all the physical abilities. I remember talking to Daryl Bevel, the quarterback coach, um, week 15 before the game up there in Buffalo. And he said, Mike, he was my offensive coordinator back, back in Seattle. He said, Mike, Rob, Tua can see pictures like he can he can detail a play from college and tell you exactly where every defender was standing and he can see the windows that's his superpower and when you look at this office the Miami's this Miami Dolphins office with all the speed on the outside they need his anticipation and timing for this offense to do what it needs to do if they don't have it I'm not so sure, so sure that this run game is strong enough that they could just lean on it to beat the Buffalo Bills now in that in that second matchup week 15 they picked on my man, Teron Johnson. They picked on him. They ran weak. They, uh, you know, tried to run at him a lot, tried to get big bodies on him. And then to counter that, they tried to run, you know, Tariq Hill in motion going across the field and then run back behind him, right? At the end of the day, we uh, Leslie Frazier may have to think about putting in base defense just in run down sometimes just so that we don't give up that many big runs in, uh, early in this game. Speaking of defense, Miami's defense, I know they're playing against Joe Flacco and the Jets yesterday. And they only give up three field goals, but they've got some injury problems. They lack depth defensively in terms of experienced players they can put on the field. Xavier Howard might be a question mark. Um, Byron Jones hasn't seen the field at all this year. 
Uh, it's basically Javon Holland back there with a bunch of guys with people going in and out of the lineup. I know Buffalo's secondary isn't the picture of health either with Jordan Poyer playing hurt. Uh, Dean Marlowe's in there, a veteran player trying to stem the tide in DeMar's absence. Tredavious White looks like he's kind of on the comeback trail after getting that pick yesterday. But Dane Jackson and Kyrie Elam on the other side are still platooning because one guy might miss an assignment. Hey, take a seat. Let's see if this guy can do better. Um, I'm thinking with these two secondaries in flux, Mike, we could be looking at a high-scoring game if, again, Tua plays. Yeah, again, that's a big if. If Tua plays, we could be looking at that. But I, I just rely on the veteran leadership um, from our defense. And, I'm, and again, I say our, you know what I mean? I'm talking about Bills Mafia. Um, just looking at the veteran leadership from the defense, and I believe the line of scrimmage is stronger uh, for this Bills defense. Again, I can't talk about the linebacker play uh, more. You know, uh, Edmonds playing well. He he got after the quarterback. He made uh, some nice drops. You look at Milano. I always call him the glue uh, to this defense, always being in the in the right in the in the right um, space so that he can defend um, the opposing quarterback. But at the end of the day. This Miami Dolphins offense, they have a lot of speed on the outside, a whole lot of speed on the outside. And oftentimes they just send those guys deep just to create the space, right? Just to create the space so that when whoever the quarterback is for the Miami Dolphins, when they check it down, they want to break tackles and things like that. So this defense, our defense, Buffalo Bills, we have to be sure tacklers this week because there's going to be a lot of one-on-one opportunities in space. You bring the ball carrier down, we win the game. You know, we were talking about, you know, the Packers losing their opportunity to get into the playoffs last night with a loss to the Lions. And, and you know, Lions still playing hard for Dan Campbell. You got six games on tap this weekend. Is there any – what was the most surprising team for you headed into the playoffs this year? Like maybe – what was the biggest surprise? Is it a team that made it you didn't think would or a team that isn't there that should be? For- Honestly, guys, um, it's my other team. You, you guys, you know, Bill's my first team, right? My other team is my Seattle Seahawks. You can't let a franchise quarterback like Russell Wilson walk out there doing, guys, I was in that locker room. I've seen, um, you know, Coach Carroll and guys get certain personalities out of that locker room just so that the organization can be Russell's. And then Russell said he wants to get out when I'm like, well, what are you looking for? Well, Russell gets out of there. Geno Smith takes the reins at the quarterback position and becomes probably one of the most accurate quarterbacks in the National Football League this season. I think he has number one or number two in completion uh, percentage. But to see this team get into the playoffs is one of Coach Carroll's like best coaching jobs. I mean, really, I seen him smiling more this year. I seen him seem like he was enjoying himself a little bit more uh, this year. And it didn't seem like he had to submit to a franchise quarterback like he had to do in past years. So to me, it, it has to be the Seattle Seahawks. They weren't supposed to be there. Nobody expected them to be there except the 90 plus guys in that locker room and in that facility. So, yes, yeah, definitely got to be the Seattle Seahawks. The Chiefs benefit from the scrapped game between the Bills and the Bengals because they get put in control of their own destiny and they take care of business against the Raiders. Uh, and they'll have home field throughout the playoffs unless they face the Bills in the AFC title game. That will go neutral site. I've got to bring this up, though. What's up with the ring around the rosy play? I mean, is that like if you're the Raiders, I, I need to know this from a player's perspective, Mike. If you're the Raiders, is that, a, is that an insult to you that they think they can play these kinds of games and run a play like that against you? Or as a Raiders defender, do you have to say, I got to stop them and make them pay for these kind of hijinks? You got to practice that during the week, you know? Like, 
That doesn't just happen. Can I say all the above. That's totally Can I say choreographed. All the above? <laughs> Look, man, Andy Reid, Eric Bieniemy, they be so disrespectful sometimes. Oh man. my goodness. I don't think I've ever seen anything like that. And as a defensive player, I would be looking and saying, oh, no, there's no way in hell this play is going to work. I don't care if I got to do something, slam somebody or something. There's no way you're going to do ring around the Rosies, line up, do some type of double pass screen, whatever, and then get in the end zone. No, no, no. That's a little bit disrespectful. I would have I would have got upset about that. But I will say this. The Kansas City Chiefs have done a great job this year. Seriously, I did not think that they would have this much offensive prowess without a Tyreek Hill. Now, I've said this earlier in the season, where I think the the, the missing Tyreek Hill will show up, will be in the playoffs against a team like the Buffalo Bills. Why? Because we can score, we got a big, strong-arm quarterback, and we got a defense that bends but don't break, right? And so what you need, what you need offensively to go against a defense that bends but don't break, you need that big play guy, right? To me, the Kansas City Chiefs don't have that big play guy. Yes, you have Travis Kelsey, but he's not scaring anybody um, when, when you're watching tape. Tyreek Hill, he's a guy that scares somebody, and they have the quarterback in Patrick Mahomes to get him the football. Yeah. One last one I've got for you concerns the Bills passing game from probably like week 11 to like week 16. The deep shots just were not a part of Buffalo's passing game as much as they had been the first 10 weeks of the season. Part of that was, we believe, due to the fact that Josh was throwing a lot of picks through the middle part of the season. They kind of pulled the reins in tighter on the passing game, relied on the running game a little bit more, played more conservatively, focused on efficiency over big plays. How refreshing was it going into the postseason to see the absolute dime from the far hash traveling 60 yards through the air between the numbers to Stephon Diggs for a touchdown yesterday? Bruh, when you were saying that, I'm literally getting goosebumps right now. I was screaming to the top of my lungs uh, in my house like, did you see that bazooka? I'm telling my son, I'm telling my wife, I'm telling my daughters, did you see the bazooka, Josh Allen? Did you see that throw? I mean, (laughs) this is why I call that guy QB number one in the National Football League. I don't see anybody else on the planet doing that. I just don't. I don't. I mean, and he dropped a dime. And Steph Diggs, it, it, it's, it's to me, it's it's a reason why Steph Diggs, after every play, he's like, bro, I want it. Because you, you know your quarterback can get you the ball at any spot on the football field. I believe if you go use the bathroom in the locker room, Josh Allen can get it to you from the 50-yard line. You know what I'm saying? Like, right. that's how much this guy's a hard talent. It's so, much, it's so much up there. I don't know if I've ever seen... Uh, anything quite like it. And and when you're playing the Buffalo, I mean, when you're playing the New England Patriots, they did a good job of trying to keep them in the pocket because when you get Josh Allen outside of the pocket, all hell breaks loose. I'm talking about for the defense, right? Because you just can't cover everybody. But I will say this before I let you guys go. Um, uh, Gabe Davis, um, Isaiah uh, uh, McKenzie, um, Shakur, we need another guy to truly step up because at the end of the day, these playoff defenses are not just going to let Stephon Diggs go c- continue to do what he does. Yeah, he's going to get his passes, but it's, we're going to have to have a second and a third guy step up. Dawson Knox has been doing a great job, even though he needs to get better in the run game. Doing a great job, but we need another passing threat to step up because defenses will focus on um, our, our, our guy, uh, Steph Diggs, a little too much. All right, so to, to counter that very quickly, bonus question. John Brown makes a big play yesterday. On playing some little backyard football, the smoke show returned. Beasley is available <laughs> on the practice squad. You can elevate those guys 
unlimited number of times in the postseason, as you know, is one of those guys a possibility in that area since we haven't seen Khalil Shakir or Gabriel Davis or Isaiah McKenzie consistently fill that void? I believe so. I believe that touchdown to John Brown was something that Ken Dorsey, Sean McDermott, you know, um, even our guy Josh Allen was like, whoa, <laughs> I, I need that. You know what I mean? We even saw Josh do the, do the old John Brown dance on him. You know what I'm saying? So <laughs> he has a little bit of level of excitement. Um, I, I just love seeing this offense play, man. They look so close. I like seeing this entire team play. But at the end of the day, <laughs> You're going to need another threat. I don't care if it's James Cook coming out of the backfield. I don't care if it's Devin Singletary catching the ball out of the backfield. You're going to need another explosive threat going to, to try to win a championship because in the AFC, these offenses, they can score. Mike, thanks very much. Appreciate the insight. We'll catch up with you next See week. You, Hopefully we're talking about the divisional round, my friend. Oh, we will. We ain't giving no exit physicals until, what, February, what, 13th, 14th, something like that? <laughs> See y'all next week. <laughs> All right. Thanks, Mike. That's NFL Network analyst Michael Robinson joining us here, as he does every week after Bill's games. And he's right. I mean, you got to get another consistent option in the passing game. I think Knox has been a pretty effective number two. He's got touchdowns in four consecutive games now. Right. So he's providing points for this offense, which is critical at the tight end position if you don't have a number two stepping up. I know Gabe Davis is probably still beating himself up over dropping that one in the end zone yesterday. Right. And Isaiah McKenzie had a drop yesterday, too. And this is a team that has been at or near the top of the league in drops this season. So that's got to go away fast going into the postseason. Yeah, and you, and you look at uh, you know sh these guys and their targets. Khalil Shakir had a nice play, a turn and run after the catch. That was a nice play Two by targets, him. one catch, and he had a tw the 28-yarder. Yeah. It was nice. It was, it was a nice one. I thought, and then he had, then McKenzie had three targets, two catches. Knox, two for two. Cook, two for two. Singletary, one for one. John you could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. 
Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Brown, one for one. Now Diggs we... was seven of ten on his targets. And, of course, Gabe Davis was three of ten. Yeah. And it's... that's why people are like, ah, come on, Gabe. Yeah. Because and... you know he's better than that. You yeah, do. You know he's it. better than that. We've right. seen it. Um, and, and I think Eric Wood made a good point on the broadcast yesterday when he did point out, because people are like, where, where are all the numbers for our passing game? You got to remember, two of the Bills' offensive possessions were taken away by Naeem Hines because he yeah, ran them right. back. You know what I mean? That's right. I, I didn't think about that, but you're right. Yeah, they had two fewer possessions because Naheem Hines is taking them to the house. <laughs> so, I mean, that's right. That's a fair The trade. numbers are probably going to be a little down from what they usually are. Fair because, trade. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm not complaining. I'll take those every week if uh, Naheem Hines is willing. Let's get back to the phones at 803-0550-1888-550-2550. The number to get on board is we're asking for your takeaways from the emotional victory that yesterday was over the Patriots. And waiting patiently has been John in Buffalo. What do you got for us, John? Oh, hold on. What do you got for us, John? You're on One Bills Live. Well, I'm just so happy that everything's going well for DeMar, thank God. Yeah. And um, I'd also like to say, oh, Chris, I'm kind of wondering, what what heritage of Italian are you? I know that you have some Italian in you. Uh, I am uh, Napoli, you- Napoli and Bari are the two areas of southern Italy where my, my grandparents are from, so... Yeah, I'm uh, I'm down on the heel side of the boot, and then you know Napoli's on the other side there, down in the south. No Sicilian okay. blood, if that's what you're asking. That's what I was thinking because yeah. when you say Aj, <laughs> yeah, my wa- my wife's half Sicilian, so she's got the Sicilian blood in the family, and believe me, that's probably oh. more than enough. <laughs> okay, <laughs> now I'm gonna get in trouble. Now you're gonna get in trouble. <laughs> <laughs> that's so good. I always get in trouble. trouble. Okay, and uh, what I was thinking of is that um, I th- I just like to see Josh Allen be a little smarter at the end of the half. I mean, yeah. you know, it's either throw the ball to our guy or don't throw it to nobody. <laughs> yeah, it's interesting that you say that, John, because Ken Dorsey, the offensive coordinator, has told us that is the very thing that he often says in the headset to Josh right after he gives him the play call. He'll tell him, us or nobody which basically means what you just outlined, which is throw it to our guy or it's out of bounds and it's uncatchable for anybody else. Yeah, the, the throw he made there, down there too, he, the ball fluttered because he got whacked when, yeah, he, he, got when hit he, threw he threw it. it. So it's not really the throw he was going to make. Uh, maybe he was going to throw it away or whatever, but we'll never know the real result of what could have happened. But let me ask you, is, and I know it's hard in the actual instant to make this decision, is it better, I mean, it, some people would argue it's better to just eat it there and take the three on a field goal so you can oh, go yeah. up at the half, 17-14. Right. I haven't gone back and looked at where he was looking for the ball, but if he, you know, there's no reason to think he wasn't going to throw a TD. Either. I mean, it's easy to say. We've seen that enough, too. He should have done the other thing. I don't right. want to be that guy. But listen, yeah, he got hit when he threw it. Yeah. That's why the interception happened. It was an errant throw. If he hadn't been hit, we'll never know what would have happened, yeah. but we've seen him throw touchdowns down there. In fact, we saw one to Knox three series before that right or two series before that so um 
you got to trust him. Yeah. And I, you know, I'll, we can go back and I'll get on on game during the next break. I'll get on uh, Game Pass and we'll go back and look at that play from the end zone and see maybe he had a window there. Maybe somebody was standing yeah. back there. I mean, look, no quarterback's going to be perfect. I mean, when you think about it, Josh got the ball in his hands every offensive snap of the game. They're not all going to be perfect. Uh, and I think, <laughs> I think we're not too far removed, Steve, for those of us that have been covering the team long enough from people calling in and saying, why won't Tyrod Taylor take more risk in throwing the football? <laughs> he, he'll tuck it and run too much instead of throwing because he's afraid to throw an interception. And I remember there was a, a large portion of the Bills fan base that would say, I'd rather have a quarterback who throws 30 touchdowns a year and throws 12 or 13 picks than a guy that throws 11 touchdown passes a year and no picks. Well, right. you've got the former. So take the guy who's in the running for the MVP every year that throws 12 or 13 picks every season because you got to take some of those negative plays if you want the production on the positive side of the ledger. Right. And he is way over on the positive side of the ledger. I mean, he's usually somewhere between two to one, two and a half, sometimes three to one touchdown to interception ratio. Anybody in the league would gladly take that. Let's go back to the phones. We go to... Mark in West Seneca, what do you got for us, Mark? You're on One Bills Live. Hey, good afternoon, guys. Uh, if you give me a little leeway here, I apologize first if I get a little emotional, but uh, I just wanted to call in and talk about how this has been for me as a lifelong Bills fan and everything. Uh, for a season that started out with so much excitement and so much promise, and I'm not going to go through all the adversity, but it just seems like steadily uh, it's been being picked away at and knocked down and made it really hard to be really optimistic in where we could be and where we are because of everything that's happened. And then what happened to, to DeMar, that was like the low, emotionally that was like the lowest point for any Bills fan this season. And and when it happened, I said to myself, um, you know, it almost doesn't matter what happens the rest of the year, that my Super Bowl, uh, when he wakes up, it's going to be like him, like us making the Super Bowl. And when he walks out of that place, that for me is going to be winning the Super Bowl. Uh, that all being said, and then yesterday happens, and we had, as a community and as a Bills fan base, got an opportunity to take our arms and wrap it around not only the Bills players but the whole organization as a whole and have a love fest. And then the fairy tale happens in the opening kickoff, and I said, this is unbelievable. And, and then I'm starting to think, you know what, now I want it all. That, that fairy tale <laughs> Now I'm going to be greedy. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So now, now the uh, the fairy tale happens, and I'm gone from thinking that you know whatever happens. I, obviously, I'm rooting like hell for them to make it to the Super Bowl and win it. But if it doesn't happen, it doesn't happen. But now, I can't even imagine. This is where I'm going to get emotional. Um, I can't imagine for this this city, for this team, for all the ex players like Steve, and anybody who loves this team. For us to win our first Super Bowl and watching Roger Goodell hand a trophy to Terry and then Terry turn around and have it to Demar. I want it all, and that's what I want to see. So yeah. That, okay. That, you know, that's why I called in, and I hope everybody, and I'm sure many, many people have this thought. And Yeah. Um, it, it's been a roller coaster, and love those guys. Love that team. Steve, love you for playing for us and representing us the way you do and continue to do. We love and respect you guys, and 
I'll never let anybody tell me that sports doesn't matter and that you guys are just football players because you're not. You're not. You're you're our family, and we love you. Thank you, right. guys. Great Thank call, you. Mark. Thanks very it. much for that. Could hear the emotion in your voice. And I'm just going to say this. Um, there's a common belief that this Bills team, uh, in a lot of ways, uplifts this city and this community. Um, you know, people are going through tough times. We know some of the tough stuff that we've had to deal with here just in the last eight or nine months. And the community routinely looks to this team to lift them up on a Sunday, make them feel a little bit better about what they're dealing with or going through, or better yet, make them forget about what they're dealing with by the way they perform on a Sunday. And I would argue that this fan base lifted up this team yesterday. Being in their building with their fans pushed them to a place where I think a lot of them weren't sure they could get to emotionally and physically to perform in this game and get a victory. And the Bills fans, for all the times that they've been lifted up by the success of this football team, lifted their team up yesterday on their shoulders and gave them the energy that they needed to win an important football game yesterday, not just for DeMar Hamlin, but we're talking about the second seed in the AFC playoffs. That meant something yesterday, and this fan base delivered when their team needed it. That's the biggest takeaway for me yesterday. Yeah, it was. It, we've talked a lot, and sometimes it gets thrown around kind of loosely for every team and its fan base about the relationship between the city and the, and the team. It does hit home a little differently here in Buffalo um, for whatever reason. I, I felt it. Um, my wife and I chose to make our home here when after I was finished playing. Um, we literally could have lived anywhere. Uh-huh. And uh, it's and I, I was talking to Jim Nance, and I went to say hello because we're friends, obviously. And, and uh, we're talking about, you know, the week and how tough it's been. And, you know, it's, and they're going to probably – they're thinking they're coming back here. They're going to do the Bills-Dolphins yeah. the Bills uh, Dolphins game this weekend. So Jim Nance and Tony Romo will be back in town talking about dinner plans and that kind of stuff. And, and he, and he kind of looked at me and he goes – just acknowledging – I said, yeah, I'm always here. So I, I go – I kind of found my spot. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And he goes – and he kind of – Jim Nance is on the road 48 weeks a year. Yeah. So he kind of gets that. Right, so um, it's something that a lot of players feel. I, you know, I was, I was at Jim. I was, I smoked a cigar with Jim, and Thurman, and Will Wolford was in town yesterday. I mean, oh, nice guys have ties to this. I had dinner with Bar- Pete Metzlars and his wife Barb and three of their grandkids on Saturday night. So um, this is a special place. The guys love coming back here. They love living here. Um, it's an old it's an old joke, but it's true. One of the former coaches, a good friend of mine, Jerry Glanville, coached here in Buffalo. He's linebackers coach, maybe defensive coordinator, mm-hmm. way back in the day. And he's the guy that left tickets for Elvis. He had his own career, and he took. <laughs> yeah, I mean, the guy was. He's a fantastic coach. <laughs> I love he's that. an absolutely fantastic coach. He said his wife cried twice. They, she cried when they found out they were moving to Buffalo because of what everybody thinks about our town. And she said she cried when we left. Mm. She didn't want to leave. So that's kind of what people find when they, when they come here. 
We got to take a break. Well said, Steve. When we come back, more of your phone calls. We'll also take a trip around the locker room. Some of the emotional comments after this victory from the players next here on One Bills Live, presented by Collider Health. It's Buffalo Bills Radio. All right, Bills Mafia, the first edition of the Buffalo Bills comic cover series is now on sale. Products include posters, sweaters, and shirts. You can purchase these items exclusively at any Buffalo, Rochester, and Syracuse area Wegmans. Wegmans, the official tailgating headquarters of the Buffalo Bills. It's the sweatshirt that Steve's been wearing all day. It was actually a little chilly it was, here in the studio, yeah. so he slapped the sweatshirt on, uh, which has I was Buffalo downright. Bills Beasts of the East. I was downright cold getting in here today, and yeah. this, they said, well, I said, give it. Give it here. Yeah, I got the, t- the I, T-shirt. This is actually, Jay, Jay Harris was going to keep I said, I'm keeping it. Yeah, you're, oh, you're... <laughs> You're stealing it from he him? Wants, he wants it. I'm going to keep it. <laughs> That's good. I'm a hoodie guy. Yeah, I know. Yeah, you are. And they got the T-shirts, too. You can get them on a T-shirt. Wait, you know? Where am I doing here? posters here, too. Oh, you're going to unroll that thing, I'm, are I'm you? I'm not going to unroll it because I'm going to But, yeah, they're pretty cool. Um, you know, the, the younger kids tend to like these. Um, and they've got, they they've like got the players on the poster, which are also on, this, on my sweatshirt, and they give them superhero names, you know, like Tredavious White, the acrobat. Tyler Bass, Sonic Boom. Yeah, it's cool. Steph Diggs, The Blur. Josh Allen, The Rocket. Deion Dawkins, The Snowman. <laughs> wow, well, that was kind of a given. And then there's Dawson Knox's Hard Knox. And Ed Oliver is Mr. Shred. So there you go. Oh, look at that. They all got their, they got their little superhero names. So it's pretty cool. You can pick them up, Buffalo what's your, Rochester. What's your superhero name, Brownie? I got What would it be? <laughs> I don't know. Probably nothing flattering. <laughs> I don't know. My daughter calls me Baldy a lot when she gets mad at me, so that's good. She goes, "Oh, really? Nice job, Baldy." Oh my god! Yeah. Kids, oh, it's it's kids. a it's a rough house. Kids are unforgiving. Yeah, it's a tough crowd. Oh yeah, it's a rough it's tough a rough room. house. You got to be able to take it and dish it out yeah, in my home. Yes, I yeah. Uh, and you yeah. Yes. No need to yeah. say anything more. I'm, I'm shutting up right now. I was almost going to dip my toe yeah, into Yeah, you that. were. I'm, I'm going to tell you and not to. And no. Uh, let's go around the locker room, which is presented by Connect Life. Connect Life, your blood and organ donor network. And we begin with Josh Allen on the emotions of watching Naheem Hines take the opening kickoff back for a touchdown. I can't remember a play that touched me like that, and I don't think in my life. So it's, it's probably number one. It, 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 was, it was just spiritual, and I just, I was going around, and I just, I mean, I was going around my team and saying, God's real. Like, you can't, you can't draw that one up, write that one up any better. Um, and I, I was just told by Kevin Curran, it's been three years and three months. <sighs> the last kickoff return so it's pretty cool pretty cool and uh josh just one of many players wearing their emotions on their sleeve you can tell when guys get overwhelmed and that's happened a handful of times over the past week in press conferences as they've addressed the media um you know and the team has done their best to try to shield players not yet ready to talk about this stuff from the media, you know, closed locker room after the game because, as we said earlier, there, there's just some guys that are just flat out not ready to talk about this stuff yet. Yeah, I mean, it's we're only a week removed from it today. 
Right. It's not even a week. And I know in our in our society in our culture, you know, stuff happens and 15 minutes later we're on to something else. Um yeah, this is not that for these guys. Um and the further away you fr- get from it, the the easier it is to kind of okay. Yeah. Now that we Demar's going to be okay, I can move on kind of thing. They can't. They there's there's some of the guys are struggling with it. You you saw it yesterday, man. They it's everything it's, was hitting them hard. It's, yeah, everything was hitting them yesterday. Um, so I, yeah, we'll we'll see how they continue to progress. Speaking of Naheem Hines, we figured we'd get his thoughts on the opening kickoff for a touchdown and the impact it had on him, his teammates, and the fans who were going berserk after he reached the end zone. I knew about that way before the play even started. I knew this whole game, this whole week, even on uh, Monday. I'm on CNN, I'm on local news, ESPN, everybody's talking about DeMar, and I just, you know, I just felt all the love and support, and you know, everybody talks about family and football, but ever since I've been here, it's been about family, and the Bills Mafia is the best fan base in this NFL, so, in the NFL, so, I mean, I've, it's been, it was very, very spiritual, and it was way before I ever touched the field today. But as you're running, are you thinking about what the impact this had on your teammates? I mean, they all talked about it, like, what it did for them. <laughs> oh, I was running? Yeah. Oh, I was running. I was just trying to get there. <laughs> and then when I was getting, I was thinking about celebrating with my teammates. And, uh, you know, as soon as I crossed the goal line, I, I thought in my head, like, wow, like, this is our first time since Cincinnati. Like, there's no, there's, like, it's, I'm speechless. And I can't believe, you know, I'm so thankful it was me to, you know, bring that juice. But it, it's, it's way bigger than me. And that's what I always thought about. And that's what I felt all day. It was just bigger than me and bigger than those 10 guys that, who did a great job of blocking for me. Listening to Naheem Hines, though he is new to a lot of Bills fans, having come here at the trade deadline, um, when you hear him speak, you instantly know. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Why he was an attractive commodity to Brandon Bean. Yes, he runs a 4-3-8. Yes, he catches a ball well out of the backfield. He's a capable running back. But you listen to him, and you know why he fits what Brandon Bean describes as the Bills' DNA. Team guy, worried about his teammates before he's worried about himself. 
And we heard Tredavious White talk about how he puts the extra work in. He was talking about him in the postgame, about how Naheem is the guy he sees out on the practice field after practice, and he's got special teams coordinator Matthew Smiley, who also deserves a tip of the cap for yesterday's performance. He's out there firing balls out of the jugs machine, and he's catching 25 extra balls coming at him, and then yeah, he's trying pumps. to work, you know, the, the oh, right, right return here. I want to get this release right, you know, and read the block correctly and all that stuff. You know it better than I do, Steve. So Yeah, it is it is really difficult to catch kick. And kickoffs are, are a little easier in the NFL. Punts are a nightmare to try and field. Guys make it look so easy. It's not. Um, you got guys coming down at you with ill intent fast and they're big and they're trying to and they're hoping you drop that ball mm-hmm. you know and so it's and the whole team can be playing like gangbusters and you, you can mess it up for them by well like it happened yesterday you let the ball bounce and you're trying to tell guys to get away yeah the ball bounces funny goes into it in, goes into taiwan jones you know it's a bad scene that back there man you gotta yeah. you gotta play it right it's hard to get right that was a little bit of a veteran play by Slater, though. He oh, kind of dragged he, him right into he pushed the path of the ball. That, and, that's, yeah. and I don't know why guys don't do it more. I guess um, – listen, I, I got all the little quirky – Oh, that's I know. All, you knew that to bend the would, rules. If I was a coach, that's all I would tell them is <laughs> I, all the little tricks. You know, When they're down there and he's going to fair catch it, take your guy and push him into him. Yeah. Right. I mean, get all in Maybe the way. Maybe you get a man. fumble and a muffled yeah. punt. Yeah. You, if that if it hits him, you're all if the ball's yeah. live. Grab it. Um, all that kind of stuff. You know, using the using the sideline to your advantage, all of that stuff. Yeah. Um, it's, yeah, it was a good play by Matt Slater. It was, it, and t- he's doing it against a vet too. Yeah, which so, made it even more impressive. Yeah. All right, we got to take a break here. That's Around the Locker Room, presented by Connect Life, your blood and organ donor network. We'll take some more phone calls as we want your takeaways from yesterday's emotionally charged victory over the Patriots, knocking them from playoff contention. It's One Bills Live, presented by Collider Health. This is Buffalo Bills Radio. Bills fans, Connect Life needs your help during the month of January. Every blood donor during the month will receive a pair of Bills branded socks. Connect Life is the only blood donation agency that keeps your donation here for patients in Western New York. To make your appointment, please go to connectlife.org today. There is some uh, news on the NFL front concerning the Bills personnel department this according to nfl networks ian rapaport as we know this is the firing and hiring season cliff kingsbury head coach of the arizona cardinals just got canned today on what is commonly black monday for any team that didn't make the playoffs there's the potential there for coaches to be uh, getting their pink slips that happened in arizona today as we know the tennessee titans moved on from their gm john robinson with six weeks left in the season By the way, Steve, they didn't win another game after firing him. Mm -hmm. Seems like that went over well in the locker room. In any event, according to Ian Rappaport, Bill's senior director of pro personnel, Malik Boyd, will interview for the vacant Titans GM job. And Rappaport says he has a great reputation. You're darn right he does. Malik Boyd is an outstanding personnel evaluator, so it doesn't surprise me that he is being interviewed for that GM job. I mean... When you think of the staff that Brandon Bean has assembled here, it's a veritable all-star staff of personnel men, whether you're talking about Terrence Gray, the director of pro personnel, whether you're talking about – or player personnel, excuse me, 
or you're talking about Brian Gain, the assistant general manager, or Malik Boyd, uh, Lake Dawson. You can run down the list. There's just a cornucopia of guys with skins on the wall of personnel experience on this staff, so it doesn't surprise me in the least that Malik Boyd is the latest to get a look-see, reportedly, from the Tennessee Titans. Uh, So good luck to him. We know guys are always trying to, you know, achieve the highest position in this league. That's why they're in it. So good luck to Malik Boyd in his interview there. We wish him well. Uh, We do want to get a couple more phone calls in here before we have to take another break because we do have Eric Wood coming up in hour number three. And we go to Marie in Amherst next. Marie, what do you got for us? You're on One Bills Live. Hey, guys. Good afternoon. Good afternoon. So my biggest takeaway from the game was, man, special teams, they brought the juice. They really did. Naeem Hines, he opened it up. And I want to say that um, Josh Allen, Tredavious White, I hope that they somehow find some relief and find their excitement again for why, you know, I know life is more important than anything, and we're all still praying and still rooting for DeMar, and he's up, and he's rooting for the guys as well. But those two right there, Tredavious and Josh, watching their presser yesterday after the game, it was very emotional, and it was like, you know, I wonder is football still one of the main things for them, you know, because it's a lot to get through after mm-hmm. what they witnessed out there. But um, <clears throat> I think we could still go all the way and take it there, especially if we we got it, we got we got to use those running backs, man. I know um, Singletary fumbled, and I'm sure he'll keep learning from that protecting the ball, but Cook Cook's still getting over five yards of carry. He's still mm-hmm. balling. <clears throat> Maybe we could bring back also um, pull up from the um, practice squad, bring Beasley back because I don't know those guys with the drops, but Stefan Diggs is a dog. You know, he's been through a lot in his life as well, personally, with losing his father. And I saw after the Monday night game how, he he was out there. He was fired up. He he was even though it was emotional. He was trying to rally the guys because we didn't know if they were going to have to continue to play. He was ready. He was ready to go. I think we still got to go to him. But to beat Miami next week, we got to use those tight ends. We got to get more tight end play. We got to use those running backs, and we definitely got to stay with you know our leaders. But I I just hope and pray for. Relief for Josh, relief for Tredavious, and the other guys, too, that didn't come, you know, that couldn't speak as well. But when you got guys leading a team like that, a guy on defense like Tredavious, and you got Josh at the forefront, and it all goes through Josh out there when we're on offense, you know, and for him to probably have it in the back of his mind, it looked like every time he threw the ball, he turned his back real fast. Like, it, it was like, it looked like he was, like, nervous to be hit up front or whatever he just he every time he threw the ball he seemed like he spent and I was like I hope this is not on his mind right now you know I was oh my gosh but I mean I'm just praying for all of them as a collective yeah so thanks Thanks, Marie yeah appreciate the call and and Steve concerning you know Tredavious and Josh I think the thing that encouraged me about Tredavious first of all I think he needed to get a pick to kind of feel like himself again so the mm-hmm. fact that he got that one down at the one-yard line was huge, I think, for his mental psyche, his self-confidence, that, hey, I am a pretty 
damn good corner. And I think that reinforces that to him. So that's big because later in the game, he had a pass breakup down the field. Remember on the bomb to Parker? It kind of hit right. Parker in the helmet. So it wasn't necessarily a pass breakup, but he's stride for stride with that guy mm-hmm. who's an elite physical talent. I don't think there's any debate about that. After the play, Trey's out there dancing. Yeah, I haven't seen that from Trey in a long time since he came back. And this was his sixth game back from his ACL. And I'm hoping that puts him in a place where he's going to be able to deliver for this team on the back end because that is a beat-up secondary right now. No Micah Hyde, Jordan Poyer playing hurt, and you know Dane Jackson and Kyrie Elam platooning because neither one of them has seized the job yeah. definitively. Christian, they need Trey. And uh, Bernard is, coming, is now off the IR. Not Bernard. Benford. Benford's off the IR. Christian right. Benford's off the Bring IR. Bring some depth. It brings some depth to the corner spot, but he's played this year and he's he's in there. Marlowe's a safety, um, so you've yeah, it's not the group you thought you were going to go with. Um, but they're going to go with them. I mean, they got to. That's they're going to rise up. You got to you got to coach them up. They'll be all right. I mean, they're, no. they're still a really good defense. Um, I think this is one place too where you st- and you don't say woulda shoulda coulda. But, you know, if, you know, you got Von Miller on the team and Micah Hyde on the team, you don't know how differently it would look, but you kind of, you think it would. You think it would. And this is exactly the time of year why Von, that's why Von Miller signed in Buffalo, this right here, this opportunity. Yeah. And, you know, now he's, he's on the sidelines watching. And Micah, week two, he was gone. He's been gone. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, it's not the exact group of guys you thought you were going to finish the season with, but the group they've got has played very well, very well. I think that the guys that you look at down inside with Tim Settle, Daquan Jones, um, Jordan Phillips, of course, Ed Oliver, those guys down inside have had a ripple effect that have really helped everybody around the defense, particularly Milano and and uh, Edmonds. Yeah. So the secondary is not the same guys we thought we were going to get but I still think I still got a lot of faith in the development abilities of this coaching staff. Yeah. I think the guys are going to play better. We got to take a break here. Hour number three coming your way shortly and leading us off in the third hour will be Bill's radio color analyst, Eric Wood. We'll get his thoughts on how things looked from the booth next here on one bills live presented by Collider health. It's Buffalo bills radio. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. 
Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.